top of the morning to you, LML TikTok Podcast, coming to you live. Today we're going to just talk, me and you, we're just going to talk about some things, some things that I don't think people really acknowledge my opinion on it. I'm sure you got an opinion on it, but as always, you know how we're going to rock it. LML Tech Podcast, the topic for the day is mental fortitude, mental toughness, and how people navigate this land of CFM. Man, feels good to be back in the place to be, man. LML TikTok Podcast. Hey, man, I, I told you about what we're going to head on and talk about today. Just wanted to acknowledge some things, man. Um, salute to the cats that don't get the teams they probably would want. You know, those cats that end up with a team like Detroit or, or the Jets or, or uh, a team that's downtrodden and not in a good spot. Shout out to those cats. Those cats that were just trying to get into the leagues, they can be a part of the, the journey, be a part of the activity, be a part of the vibe that we got in the LML. Because it ain't always the same, man. You know, a lot of cats get to start off with these good, good loaded teams, these top-heavy teams, and and they experience the LML in the beginning is going to be, it's going to be optimal. You know what I'm saying? But for the cats that start off with the bad teams, the teams that need to be built up, the teams that need to be, you need to show your true colors of mental fortitude to be able to deal with the the L's you're going to take to get cats you probably wouldn't usually lose to, because their team is better. At the end of the day, when we play on this sim, this sim mode, we understand it. The overalls matter. The stats matter. Even in comp mode, those things matter. But I, I, I get it. You know, they let some things kind of get by. But at the end of the day, being a great user matters. How you put your players in positions. You know, I saw I saw a cat put something on the wall. You know, somebody was complaining about, you know, uh, well, this stone was doing this and this was doing this. But and, and the user response, I'm like, really? It's about how you use your cats. And, and I can always use myself as a prime example. I'm sure people in, in those same kind of situations. But like with me going to Arizona, um, it, it culturally doesn't fit how I play football, right? But I adapted to give me the best chance to win with them. You know what I mean? This is a team that's going to spread you out, air raid you up, and they're going to gonna take chances. I had to get into that gunslinger mentality. I had to get into a mentality that really doesn't fit like I want to because I'm a defensive guy by trade. I'm a guy that likes to play defense, control the pace of the game. A 2017 game is, is, is beautiful to me. That's artwork. But at the end of the day, I got to understand I had to put up buckets. And when you put up buckets of points, you're going to also give away some points. So give and take. But I had to adapt. I had to adapt. And that's what my lab's for. You know, I tell anybody, if you're new to me, uh, labs matter, man. And who you lab and who you lab with matters. And if nobody understands that, I mean, I think we I do. I do a game. I do a playbook lab every every time I get mad. Um, this Madden now really hasn't done much with the play. I mean, they have added some plays, but I do playbook labs. I do CFM labs. I do hella labs. Me and Tuck, so that's my, that's my guy, man. Iron sharpens iron. We sit in the we sit in the lab and battle. I mean, all night getting getting our getting our reps in, and just getting in good games, man. Good good legit football type games. Know how to coach. Know how to adapt. Know how to counter. Know how to do what you need to do because, at the end of the day, you got a lot of guys in the community that do some different things. I think Wilson came out public and was complaining about, hey, well, you know, lobby ball. We hear lobby ball all the time. Understand this, that Madden has its own sector of CFM, of, of Madden users that are tournament players, lobby ball players. And I told you, man, probably eight, nine years ago, ten years ago, I was a lobby guy myself. I had my little strong eye pro close scheme. I ran my little five plays with the Jets. I had, you know, my man Thomas Jones, Leon Washington. You know, I was, I was out there doing it with that team. That was my little, my, my little scheme, and I was – Playing for rank, I was playing for tournament plays and things like that. And you get brought into this community of CFM, and it, this 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 was a different high for me. You know what I'm saying? Being able to chop it up with 32 cats, build bonds, but also build your brand up. Being able to take a guy and show your development skills to build him up into something. 
that to me was amazing. That was that was the biggest draw that brought me into CFM. And it comes to the mental fortitude, like my wife always get on me when it comes to team selection. She's like, well, you run the league. Why don't you just get the best team? And in my head, I'm like, I, it's, I put unnecessary pressure on myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, prime example, I came into it. There was a team. I really liked Cleveland. Cleveland to me was perfect for me. They fit exactly how I want to play. Play defense. I, I knew the defense had some weaknesses, but I know as a defensive coordinator, I could probably get them to do what they need to do at least until I built them up. But just run the ball. Like, that team fit me. You know, Chubb, Hunt, that old line, like how Baker can play. I don't need any crazy receivers on the outside. They had two good tight ends, so it fit me perfectly. But it was a, it was a, there was a pressure on me to say, hmm, you know, how long is this going to last? You know, how long is this roster going to last? Am I going to have fun doing like that? Do I want to challenge myself to play something different? And, and I took a chance on something else, and that was Buffalo. I was like, oh, Buffalo's going to be good. I like Buffalo. Buffalo got some things that they need to work on. But I like what Allen can do. I, you know, I like I like what the old line look like. I like what the defense look like. They got some developmental ends and Greg Russo and Basham. I was like, man, I like that too. But then I started thinking as I was continuing to laugh, and I'm telling you, laughs, man. Stumbled upon Arizona, man. Not a team that I really wanted. I'm a Rams fan. I, the defense was weak, but they had Kyler, and I was like, ah, you know, Kyler Murray's this. And I thought about it as a defensive guy. I said, man, I want to get this team because just having to play against Kyler or Lamar or those guys in it, itself is stressful. I want to apply that kind of stress to a defense coordinator. So I had to think, like, yo, even if you get a weak team or if you get a team that doesn't fit you, like, use what they do best to attack other people. And I kind of took that challenge on, and it goes into the grind, man. You know, last year I took Washington football team, and it's because they had this great defense that, on paper that I thought I could really build up. I did a good job with them. Offensively, they were really bad. Offensive line was bad. I struggled doing some things. I was competitive. I always remained competitive, but it was definitely mentally fatiguing. But at the end of the day, I was able to turn them into a winner. Um, not didn't get didn't get a championship like I wanted. Didn't get do all those good things. But at the end of the day, I did at least turn them into a competitive organization. Uh, won a couple of division titles. So that to me was real prideful in a, in a tough division. Um, I remember me and Quinn being in the same division when I had Chicago and the Lions, man. And those kind of games are always great. But we always look across the aisle and say, "Damn, we in here having to beat each other up." But you know, you got you know player A or player B over another division with a cup with a, with a cupcake division. But at the end of the day, how's he gonna look in the postseason though? You know, if you, you got these you got these cakewalk games, are you ready come postseason time? Cause we know LML playoffs is real. Like it's tough. And iron sharpens iron. You can't be scared, you can't be afraid of what can come. You can't be afraid of taking some losses. If as long as you learn in those losses, you win it. And that's kind of how I look at it. So this is really me just applauding cats that go out, man, and can take a bad team and flip them. You know, there's a guy, there are a lot of guys that aren't considered great users that have bad teams. But I'm going to tell you something that I respect in the community and I respect to a lot of these guys in LML. There are guys in this league that aren't viewed as great users but are some of the most active and dedicated users in the land. And this goes into the cultural changes we made to LML. Like, we're not just going to protect guys that can play Madden really well. We're also going to protect guys that are loyal to Madden, loyal to the, to, to, to the, to, to, to the league, and give you activity. Because a lot of commissioners want active users that are making recaps, making posts, you know, it, doing all this other crazy stuff, but also winning games. But you can't have 32 alphas in the league. You can't have 32 big dogs in the league. You can have 32 competitive guys, but, you know, a lot of these cats that you think top of the league, top of the world, they can't take losses well. And that's a mental, you know, that's mental toughness they got to build up. Some of these guys can. They can deal with it. They get into it. But how much can you survive building your franchise up, taking some losses that you didn't want to take, that you didn't want to earn, that you felt you got robbed on? to continue to build your grind, to continue at the end of the day shine bright. That's why I've always saluted what Kerry's done with his team. He goes to Jacksonville Jaguars, team that's not that great on paper. But because he has the, the mental fortitude to deal with some things, and he has a scheme that makes work that works for him, and he's 
had some fortunate you know things happen for him he's been able to make that team successful and we've seen a lot of these users in the community do it um especially in element i got so many users here that pick bad teams and flipped them i've had teams that pick big teams uh they they tore them apart they kind of rebrand them rebuilt them it, we got a lot of good things in here i love the mental fortitude of all guys of all levels of all sets and to me that's the biggest you know appreciation that i can have and i don't know if anybody ever acknowledged that and sees that but we go into team selection. You know, when, when you see the, the last two teams of the Falcons and this, you don't want them, you know. But I always said, you know, I remember when I asked Quinn, I think four or five years ago, Quinn was, you know, really on his number. I said, man, what's the challenge to say I pick a bad team? I think that's when we all pick bad teams as commissioners. We all pick bad teams, I think. that, And it was just funny to see him take on that challenge, but also make it work, flipping and continue to be competitive. And I got other users that aren't even as tenured or, or, or uh, um, celebrated as he is, do the same kind of thing over the long game. So, why do you play CFM? That's a question you always got to ask yourself. Are you playing it for the network? And are you playing with it for the fellowship? Are you playing with it for the competition? Are you playing it to sh show your GM skills? Because at the end of the day, when you go into an organization, that organization usually is downtrodden because they had to fire their, their previous their, their previous uh, 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 people. So you got you you got to take on that challenge and flip it. You know, and I salute the Lear, who's doing an excellent job with the New York Jets. Salute the Holmes, who's grinding, putting up good points with the Detroit Lions, who just made a big trade getting hurts. Salute to McCorkle for being competitive with that Falcons team. That team is definitely in, in flux. They got some cap things going on. But he's doing some good things. Got Felipe Franks he wants to build up. So looking forward, these guys are doing a really good job, and they're being smart by their deals. And I just highlight those guys. There are other guys that are dealing with teams that are in different situations. I mean, you got Corey with Green Bay, who took over a cap situation that is making a decision. Cause it looks like he's making a clear-cut decision. I'm going to trade guys out because I want to prioritize a guy I like who happens to be A-Rod, a team that was really heavy to win now but he's trying to do the long game as well. So he wants to keep a guy he knows can keep him competitive, but he also wants to bring in more capital because he knows the cap's going to get tight so that he can long, win over a longer pitcher. So I'm definitely excited to see how these things work out for a lot of these guys, man. Um, a lot of guys have good teams that are doing well. A lot of these teams have a lot of good teams that are struggling. But at the end of the day, the mental fortitude you have to believe in what your scheme is going to be, believe in what your plan is you know what i'm saying and and deal with the the losses and the wins and just just bounce back every week man to me that's that's something that's underappreciated in cfm and and i like it man because at the end of the day you're gonna play the same guys man you're gonna play the same guys over a 10-year league they're gonna learn your schemes they're gonna learn your they're gonna learn what you do they're gonna see your film they're gonna they're gonna be able to touch you. they're gonna be able to adapt you that's real ball people complain a lot well i don't like streaming because they're gonna know what i do bro you got 500 plays in the game some of those sets you're not gonna use Everybody runs the, got the same access to the same place, right? How you do those plays are fine. I tell anybody, if you're labbing right, if you know what you're doing, everything you run, you should know how to beat. Because if somebody wants to take something you're doing, fine. You know how to beat it. As simple as that. Be a master of your trade. Be a master of your schemes. Be a master of your art. Play football and enjoy, man, because there's a weakness to everything on the field. There's a strength to everything on the field. Knowing those two things give you the advantage. And that's the key. So maximize what your team does well hide what your team doesn't do well and be a good coach because that's the day that's what it is we all coaches we all gms we all doing what we're doing it's fun i'm excited man a lot of guys are doing well a lot of competitive football is going on i'm excited to see who builds what into what i'm excited to see how people attack the offseason who pays big money to free agents hoping that, that that takes them over the edge who sits tight understanding resigns are happening next year and that money is going to start to add up will you choke hold your, your franchise out paying guys immediately but then not having the money later are you taking unnecessary capital needs to do this and do that that's what makes this whole thing masterpiece and that's what drew me from playing lobby ball 10 12 years ago to now coming into 
franchises and enjoying the experience and it keeps us coming back and let us build LML to what it is today. So, hey man, salute to all y'all, man. Everybody has some fundamental force, force when it comes to this mad shit. We all deal with the fuckery of glitches or, or the game warping out or, or a zone not being functional or whatever is happening, but we all adapt, you know what I'm saying? There are, there are a lot of things that can be fixed, but also things a lot of things that can be fixed, you can actually do yourself on the game if you just laugh. So if you don't remember anything, just know, stay tough, stay focused, have fun. Hey man, and lab partners matter. <laughs> it's real. Lab partners matter. If you labbing with the right people in the early stages of this thing, man, I'm telling you, it pays off. It really does, man. You'll learn a lot. And it ain't just about labbing for bragging rights. You know, a lot of cats lab, but then they want to put a picture up on the page. Oh, look who I beat. We talking about practice. Practice. You know what I'm saying? You talking about what you did in practice. Use that to learn something. Apply it so that when you step on the big stage and the league officially kicks off like it has, the results show itself. You know, the results show itself when you take a team that has weakness in this, 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 but you're being extremely competitive. That shows the masterful piece of what, of what you can do. And it's also going to show, you know, hey, man, I can handle it. And it's like I said, everybody's doing a great job in the league, man. I'm excited about what's going on. And as always, man, you know how it go. So for the early morning podcast, I'm going to give a shout out to all the mental fortitude, the mental toughness, the challenge that a lot of guys are dealing with. A lot of guys think they've lost a step or have gained a step. Continue to keep to the grind, man. LML's been rolling smooth, fast, and in a hurry, man. As you know, it always goes. LML, everybody after us. They imitate us. Mm-hmm.